0: Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die. When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. My name's Chris, I'm here with Alan. Hello! That's Alan. And uh, this is our podcast where we talk about wrestling that we've watched. Yeah. That's just it. Not all the wrestling that we watched. No, because we did that in the car on the way up. You told me every little bit of GCW that you've watched. Yeah, almost match by match. Yeah, it was it was insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely insufferable. Yeah. Um, But no, what we normally do is we go to a wrestling show, then hop in the car, and either talk about it in the car on the way home, which is what we're doing now, or we do it when we get back to my house, which we haven't done in a while, but that's Uh, because it's always really late at night. Yeah, and um, I just don't like going in your house. No, well, it's just cats... Pissing everywhere at <laughs> really? the Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, I came downstairs and there was a pool of cat piss. Which cats? In the hallway. The, the the cats that live in my house. Right. Not not the cat. I mean, he's a good guest, is he? Um. Yeah. Well, he eats the food. We've got an interloper cat. Yeah. That stops by sometimes. Um. He doesn't make a mess. Just eats their uh, food. Oh, that's good. You yeah. know. Yeah. That's what I want from a friend. Well, he's quite long-haired, right? Yeah. And um. The other the other week. Yeah he had shit around his backside oh no that's, that's always the danger of a long haired cat yeah it? that was pretty disgusting yeah so um yeah cat troubles I understand why you wouldn't want to come to our disgusting home no um I yeah. mean it's not that it's just I, I hate you uh, <laughs> oh okay then podcast over yeah. um yeah, we went to wrestling. Yeah, we went to Wolverhampton. We're now on the M6 on the way back yeah. to Northampton. Um, and we've just been to see Fight Club Pro Rise Against. Rise Against, that's a band, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. Is that the band um, with the singer that is trans, or is that against me? I'm going to be honest, I'm not 100% sure. This, I, I get the feeling this is one question Jan Buxton won't know. He will. Well, yeah, but he'll Google it, won't he? And then pretend like John he. John don't never Google stuff. What are you talking about. Okay. If you know, um, let us know. I mean, we could Google that one. Yeah. I mean, not right now. No. Um, Rise so against. Fight Club Pro Rise Against. It's another one of those Fight Club Pro shows, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they have some names that they use like year on year, don't they? Yeah. Uh, International Techers. Yeah. Uh, Infinity. Yeah. Uh, Rise Against right. Project Mayhem yeah, yeah. Um, because it sounds like a, a rock thing it does rock things yeah and, and Fight Your Power a rock thing yeah they've been playing the same Rage Against the Machine song for 25 years yeah apart from that time when Chris Cornell died yeah and they did uh, well Matt Taylor Richards he might have gone into business for himself um, like that time he did when he mentioned that Martina, uh, the session goth, uh, her uh, <laughs> uh, sexton is Edgar Allan Poe literature. Yeah. Um, he uh, did moot the fact that they were going to change to an audio slave song. Right. Um, and didn't yeah, well, that's a bad band. So. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, on the soundtrack tonight, the uh, interval playlist, I did hear a bit of Slayer. And also uh, Stan Bush's you've got the touch oh. from Transformers the movie. Cool, so, you know. that is—that's great rock music. It's just great rock music. It is. Um, so Rise Against, Fight Club Pro. Yeah, it's uh, so September. No, it's August. It's August now. Isn't it's it? August. Oh, yeah, God. it's almost September. So yeah, you know, it the, is. I mean, the, when we get to our age, the uh, the days, weeks, and months we'll bleed into each other, don't into they. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're um, waiting for the end, really. But uh, on paper, this looked like quite a fun card, didn't it? I yeah. think. Yep. What's the singles matches? Yep, yeah. international singles matches. Yes, yeah, so they were international. Yeah. Because um, if you're Australian and based in Wolverhampton, yeah. still international. Well, I've, I've, Boris Johnson's sent down that dicta. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, zero tolerance hostile environment for Australians yeah. living in Wolverhampton. has there been any thought about the uh, uh, wrestler imports that we need to continue um, is there any trade agreement for Australian wrestlers I believe there's a tariff if we go to world trade organisation rules yeah. there is a 40% tariff on Australian wrestlers, oh, okay. Um, which when it's uh, when it's a small Australian wrestler like Charlie Evans, that's not too bad. No. Um, but forty percent of Mark Davis. Yeah, you can probably worry. get an extra Charlie Evans. Yeah, couldn't you? you really could. Yeah. Um. So yeah, on on paper looks a lot of fun. We had uh, Walter against Chris Brooks, Mark Davis against Eddie Kingston. Yeah, we had Cut. Dan Maloney continuing his journey. Towards uh, dethroning Mark Davis uh, by taking on uh, another member of Schadenfreude, Carl Fletcher. Yep. Yep. Uh, We had a six man tag. Yep. Uh, Young Irish lads, more than hype. Bleh. Featuring LJ Cleary and the other two. The other two guys. Against uh, the Rascals. Yep. I can't remember all their names. Desmond Xavier. Yeah, Desmond Tutu. Yeah, Zachary Wentz. Zach Morris. Yeah. And Trey Miguel. Trey Parker. Yeah? Yeah. Who's <laughs> Trey Parker? He's from um, South Park. Oh, right, yeah. He's yeah. one of them fellas. Yeah. yeah. I was oh. going to say, Trey Cool from Green Day. Yeah. The, who, um, do you know how he got in the band? Cause he's got a cool name. No, their original drummer uh, left uh, and on his way out recommended his drumming teacher, Yeah, Trey Cool. Was his, name, was his name Trey Cool before he joined? Yeah, later. that's the name he was born with. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Trey Cool. Yeah. Trey Cool. That's Trey Cool. Yeah, it is Trey Cool. Um, so this podcast that we do, right? Yeah. Um, it's got a format. Yeah, we like to talk about things that we liked. Always good to have a format, and some things we didn't like. So yeah. uh, we've got three love the graps, yep, and three not my graps. Not my graps didn't work for me, yeah, or was downright bad. Yeah, and shouldn't have worked for anyone. And if it did work for you, there is something very wrong with you. Yes, you sometimes. sometimes you are bad. Yes, um, we're going to kick off with the things that we liked. Yep, That's why we then always do it then we leave the show on a downer. Of course, yeah. Um, so we'll touch on some things that we liked in, in the Love the Graps section. Okay. Coming up now. <laughs> Love the Graps number one. Yep. Um, the six-man tag match. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of flippy guys doing a lot of flips. Yep. Uh, and if you like flippy guys doing a lot of flips, then you will have liked this a lot. I do like you guys doing a lot of flips, so I did like it a lot. Yeah. So it's more than hype's debut. Yep. And one of the rascals' debut, I believe. No, no, no. He's been there before. Tracal's been there before, yeah, has Treacle's he? Tracal's been there before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, when they has he? Yeah. Yeah. I'm he? Sure. I'm sure about. That. I'm not so sure. Yeah. It, it might have been the show where you didn't go. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, the, the three Irish lads did their debut. Yeah. Uh, I think they had a good show in. They did, yeah. Um, they've been impressing all over the place, really. They, they did progress, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, and impressed there. Um, we saw them in Milton Keynes for IPW. That's right, yeah. Um, and then one of them turned up on, on, you, on your shows, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, the good one, LJ Cleary. LJ Cleary with I their, mean the, with others, the others are fine. I just don't know who they are because they haven't got... Uh, haircuts as oh. memorable as LJ Cleary. Also, they've got matching gear. They've got the same trunks on. Yeah, and he wears long tights. Yeah. But I noticed that was that was replicated in the Rascals. Oh, was it? In the um, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Vents uh, Scarlet and Graves. Professor Xavier. Yeah, uh, and George Wentz <laughs> um, from Cheers. Yeah. Uh, they had matching trunks and uh, Trey Cool had long tights. Okay. Well, wow, that is interesting. Yeah, there you go. Sartorially it's that's very of, interesting. It's kind of detail I notice. That's why people tune into this podcast for Apparently, that kind of detail. They are doing that match again this weekend. At, yep. At OTT, the Irish Wrestling. Yeah, so if you've got any Irish listeners, yeah. Um, then Beat and Bigara To you. I was about to say, like, why are you listening when you're not paying the licence fee? But that's my that's my problem with uh when Irish people watch X Factor and go on X Factor and right, stuff yeah. it's like, is X Factor even still on? I don't know I don't know um, so yeah really good match really enjoyed it um, I, I could watch that kind of thing all day long you know if, if you were going to have a criticism it would be that it was kind of inconsequential in yeah, the grand scheme anything. of things um, Fight Club can be really good at doing those exhibition matches I feel like they've lent on it a little bit too much over the past couple of years, mm. but this was a good example of that. Yeah. Um, a so... good way to use some imports. And in fact, you know, I was thinking, like during it, um, that you had like the Irish trio and the American trio, all from Ohio, I think, as well. So, you yeah, know, kind of come from an Ohio trio. Yeah. Um, let's, let's have some more international trios, like King of Trios. Yeah. But i want everyone to be from the same country like it's like some kind of olympics or world cup type thing okay that'd be kind of cool yeah let's do that okay. i mean not me and you No, oh, i'm not interested All right. okay. um so yeah let's, let's let's roll on into the second one shall we second love the grabs okay the main event yes so the main event was not the fight club pro championship match no Although Um, one of the competitors did come out with a Fight Club Pro Championship. Well, we'll talk about that, maybe, in a minute. Um, So that was uh, Mark Davis versus Eddie Kingston. And who knows, that may have been the scheduled main event. Right. uh, Because that happened as an impromptu match just before the interval. Yeah. um, Because Eddie Kingston uh, beat the tar out of Mark Davis into the ring. Yeah. um, And then they had a match. Um, so no the main event was actually Chris Brooks against the ring general Volta. Yep. yes that's how you have to say it yep. um culmination of a, a storyline uh that was I imagined paid off at one point um because uh Walter had to kind of say goodbye to go to to go and be a cop yeah uh, in Enfield um but no, he was brought back uh, to punish Chris Brooks for his uh, many, many transgressions. Yeah, so this was like a big... We've seen, we've seen this match a lot. Yeah. Like, we've seen examples of big matches with Chris Brooks in that involve a lot of fucking about. Yeah. In terms of run-ins, shenanigans, refs getting knocked over, refs fighting back. All sorts of people coming in from the outside, yeah, um, brawling around the whole room, um, and it was great fun. Yeah, this was a textbook example of that, uh, and it it all worked. Yeah, uh, including the bit where Chris Brooks almost killed people in the crowd with a barrier. Yeah, that including worked. Including Walter doing a six-one-nine. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Chris Brooks said That he looked like Dominic Mysterio Yeah um, That is his Actual legal surname as yeah. well. Dominic Mysterio um, And yeah he did a 619 Which was, it was A lot of fun Got a massive pop It did yeah um, Of course I, I only imagine That um, he'll Add it into his arsenal now I hope so Regularly I'd love it yeah. if um, Walter started doing that yeah. On a regular basis And then obviously When he gets called up To the main roster He'll have yeah. to stop um, But by then He'll have some Weird, stupid gimmick so. Well no, that would be his gimmick Right He's the world's largest luchador <laughs> um, So yeah, it was a great match All over the place uh, Lots of run-ins um, People trying to save the day uh, Refs getting knocked out So the Shea purser was the original ref For the match Yes um, uh, He got kicked the fuck in um, well, I mean, it started early in that in a functional Fraser Thomas start of the chase for <laughs> four years ago. Yeah. Um, he got kicked the fuck in before he could announce Chris Brooks, yeah. so Lycos could do the announcing. So then Shay got got kicked in. Um, Chris Roberts came out, so yes. ref in his stead, uh, and he too met a grisly end. Yeah. Uh, what well, didn't have a great first night, Chris Roberts? Did he? I, I've, I'll also, you know, I must clarify. For any regular listeners, this was not a Robert's crutch. No, nope. this was just a standard ref outage. Yeah, and in fact, after Roberts had, had been killed, yeah, um, we never saw him again. No, so I assume he is dead. R.I.P. Chris Roberts. R.I.P. Chris Roberts. Um, and then, yeah, so it all kind of broke down. I think um, at the point uh, that Roberts went down. Um, and Shay came out again yeah. and then kind of turned on uh, Chris Brooks, um, the match was thrown out at that point anyway. So... You know, as you say not Robert's Crutch um, ended in a big schmutz lots of people some trainees came out yeah. to try course, and make the piece we had the return of G-Man G-Man in his high-vis jacket the gilet jaune of professional <laughs> wrestling yeah. he came out the true hero of the piece really yeah well I mean Tim Thatcher wasn't there so so he was less than useless, useless yeah. really um, um, I guess my only sticking point and it's something that we've talked about a bunch is that like Martin Zaki, hardcore promoter, um, was one of the big heroes. Yeah, kind of getting in the middle of this. Like, I mean, also he's standing shoulder to shoulder with Walter, yeah. who um, who twatted him a whole bunch for quite a while. Well, you know, you, you know, the enemy of my enemy. Yes, yeah. is, is yeah. mine friend. Um, minor friend, minor Frunda. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. How, that's Alex. how they say it more. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and and then it kind of, like, went into one of those extended schadenfreude beatdowns, really. Um, and it didn't look like anyone could make a difference. Dan Maloney came out. Um, useless Dan Maloney. We'll talk Absolutely about that useless. later. Um, no sign of Travis Banks. No. Well, I mean... It, yeah. Um, well, well I mean it's going to render any point you make about WWE takeover yeah. redundant pretty soon I mean it really is because Walter's on take on takeaway, um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, some other people which we'll talk about but um, so it kind of uh, Clint Magera came down with a trolley full of weapons and then fucked off yeah just went back yeah brought a load of weapons I, well, I saw you I saw you walk off back through the curtain yeah um, None help. of the wrestlers that wrestled on the show. Now, came uh, out to help. Apparently, Clint Margera has given up drinking. Right. Uh, not full stop. Uh, because of, he'd become desiccated. Uh, but he's given up drinking alcohol, which is a great thing if, if that's what he needs to do. But I just wonder if he's like Popeye without his spinach, maybe a little bit. Yeah. So you know. Is that all? Oh, actually, oh, oh, this is those, a stupid idea. Those things are sharp. Yeah, I'm. I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. He's thought better of it. Um, so yeah, so it, the the kind of massive Schadenfreude beatdown um, ended with Chris Brooks about to jab a pair of scissors into Martin Zaki's. Head. He was, I think, he was going to peel him, yeah, <laughs> peel him like a <laughs> Yeah. like a seedless jaffa. Yeah, um, and then <laughs> Sh- should we transition to the third level? Yeah, let's transition. I love a transition. Yeah, um, but like the singer of Rise Against or Against Me. I don't know. Cool Either yeah. or We'll find yeah, out good, later Good Yeah, it's a callback That's called a callback um, So, yeah third Love the Grats Is something then happened Yeah And some music played And it took a while Like, I, I didn't instantly in, in, My synapses didn't fire And I didn't instantly realise It took a couple of seconds oh, uh, Yeah, I mean I Because it. I hadn't heard that music for a while Yeah um, And the music was uh, Love is Blindness. Yes. Uh, and it was British Strongstyle. Yep. Yeah. Now, the last time we saw British Strongstyle in Fight Club Pro, uh, right. they lost a match. It wasn't a Fight Club Pro show, it was a Schadenfreude show. Well, no, it was on. At, no, it was at the Schadenfreude show was that it? they lost. Right. Yeah, for some reason they were. They had a loser leaves Fight Club Pro match on a on the Schadenfreude show. Yeah, and they lost and then had to leave Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Um, of course, the real reason is that these ever-changing, ever-mysterious WWE contracts meant that yeah. they could no longer appear on Fight for the Pro the, shows. That those three in particular could. Yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously, Travis Banks, Jordan Devlin, and Volta uh, carried on uh, appearing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, British Strong Style. Last time we saw him, it's almost a year. It's getting on for a year. Yeah. It was the uh, end of November, beginning of December uh, last year. Um, reappeared massive pop as you'd expect um, and they came down and saved the day and do you know what I've really fucking missed them yeah they didn't get physically involved no they just came down and and, and the baddies ran off yeah uh, and Walter also made himself scarce yeah Walter well, did I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the debut of the Shockmaster <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rick Flair just kind of backs away yeah. and, and disappears Walter did that Well, it's the Homer Simpson meme, isn't it? Yeah. Just off into a hedge somewhere. And so Walter disappeared, um, as did just about everyone else, except Dan Maloney, Martin Zaki, uh, and a couple of... Two trainees. A couple of trainees. Um, And they had a big sort of celebration in the end. Now, I guess this is slightly bittersweet in a way, because we don't see these guys much anymore. I don't watch NXT UK. Do you watch NXT UK? What's that? Yeah, exactly. Um, NXT UK? What's that? Exactly. Um, Drink your milk. Yeah. Um, So, I I, I don't know a product with less buzz, maybe Ring of Honor, um, has has got less buzz than NXT UK. So I don't see them anymore. And Good Wrestling has got less buzz. I I don't think so. I honestly (laughs) don't think so. and, and so it's really nice to have them back and we're going to see them again um, because uh, at the very end of the show Trent Seven uh, made a challenge yes uh, and said that he is going to lead the Fight Club pro team into the death house well it, conf- it really did confuse everything well I mean yeah because at the end of the last show it, it seemed to be that it was Martin Zaki um, Dan Maloney Ricky Shane Page, Ricky and, Page Clint and, and Clint Margera, who were going to be the Fight Club Pro 4 against, um, I presume, Chris Brooks, maybe Kid Lycos, like he could, he could I think in it a, was a Lucky, lucky Kid and um, the Carl two Fletcher and, yeah. Um But yeah, Trent Seven did say that uh, he was going to lead the Fight Club Pro team into, into the death house, um, and he told Chris Brooks to gather his. Gallia boys! Yes. Yeah, and so we will, well, I mean, I will. You're not coming at the moment. I'll, I'll work on you. Um, I'm not coming at the moment. You'll work on me. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful <laughs> stuff. Somebody take that out of context. Yeah. It's almost like uh, Chief Deputy Dunn saying that Martina will be done. Yeah. He's going to do Martina. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that. But it was nice to have him back. Um, I've missed Trent particularly. Because although sometimes it, it was quite annoying that the shows took forever to start, um, it did give the shows a bit of flavour. Yeah, it gave them a bit of personality, yeah. which I think they really, I honestly do think they really Whereas asked. now, yeah, functional fa- uh, Fraser Thomas just kind of comes out, doesn't he? And. and I didn't even call us a carbon based life form this no. Well, I mean, that 15 grand four years ago has gone to his head. Yeah. Um, so should we just switch over then to not my graphs? Yeah, let's. Okay. Yeah, can't wait. Right. Um, gonna kick off with like we we talked a lot about Fight Club pros, booking and storytelling and all yeah. lack thereof in some ways. Yeah. Um, and we had really sort of in the last couple of shows. Talked, big them up a little bit, yeah, praised about you know debuts of new people or renewed focus on older people. Um, and it felt like they were turning the corner a little bit with a couple of people, but today, um, two people in particular I think really suffered from what I can only think of as short sighted, uh, booking, yeah, it's just wacky booking decisions. Weird decisions. Yeah, so like the the two that we're mainly talking about were uh, Gabriel Kidd, um, who debuted a few shows ago, uh, came in and won all his matches up to date, looking really good as he did it. Yeah, um, looking like a bit of fresh blood at the the kind of bottom to mid of the card. Yeah, um, which you always need. And Dan Maloney, who um, returned. Uh, last year At the, the the same weekend I think that um, British Strong Style disappeared That's right yeah. um, He came back uh, And people had forgotten all about him So like, they loved him when he came back And the, he spent the last few shows Picking up some, some impressive wins Seemingly on his way To rescue Fight Club Pro From the clutches of Schadenfreude And particularly the title um, From the clutches of Mark Davis Yeah and we've, we've liked that. It's really good. Um, so tonight, Gabriel Kidd uh, wasn't scheduled for a match. No, he came out and was like, I've been beating everyone. Yeah. Uh, put Give me some competition. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh, and out came Amari. Amari, who hasn't been a focused commodity In Fight Club for quite some time No Um After winning the Infinity Tournament Has basically been Either on a downward trajectory Or A very stale one And occasionally Taking tickets at the door Yeah Um And it's to the point where Like I I was really into Amari at one point Like I, I was really excited about his His journey onwards Um and it's just a bit sad now that it's just wasted potential. But anyway, Omari came out and Omari beat Gabriel Kidd. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. No shenanigans. One, two, three. Um, just a win in the middle of the ring. And apparently, Gabriel Kidd is off to the LA Dojo. Uh, That's for, New Japan. For New Japan. Um, and, you know, the, the, the thing is, if you're leaving the territory, uh, you, you you lose on your way out But there's nothing to be gained By beating Gabriel Kidd at this point No Because he, he'd only had a handful of matches Like two or three matches most um, So there's no point beating him And certainly no point Giving his scalp To someone like Omari Who is just damaged goods at this point Yeah because what, what do you do now? Well, Gabriel Kidd comes back and tries to get his win back against Omari. It's like, that's not a, a challenge that I think anybody really feels that they need to overcome. You no. Know? Um, and then it was made worse in the next match. Yeah. Um, so, as we talked about, Dan Maloney very much on an upward trajectory. Um, possibly. Challenge him for the title at some point. Um, Got into a match with Kyle Fletcher. Very slow to get going. Yeah. Um, Kyle Fletcher has been having a really good year as a singles in Fight Club Pro. Yeah, had some really good matches. Um, There were times when this was good. Yeah. But it descended into. Kind of like a half assed version Of the shenanigans that we would see later on In the main event Yeah Um, And eventually Kyle Fletcher beat Dan Maloney by count out Now Dan Maloney wasn't seriously Disadvantaged in this match No Um, At the point he got counted out I think maybe Kid Lycos had got involved But um, But Mark Davis Who would get involved a little bit later wasn't Involved in the finish Chris Brooks wasn't involved And it Uh, just made Dan Maloney look a bit Shit He looked like an idiot Yeah Now The way Like Dan Maloney's character Like he should be He should be murdering people Yeah He should be On a rampage That Shard and Freud Are actually Worried That they won't be able To stop Yeah Instead He looks a bit like a bozo Like he looked like a bozo At the beginning of the match When Carl Fletcher was Outsmarting him by avoiding him and then he looked like an idiot by getting counted out like imagine if Goldberg on his way to his 178 and 0 challenging for the title run somewhere around match 100 he'd lost by count out yeah it just just made no sense and it it I won't say it angered me because I don't care that much about Dan Maloney Um, but it disappointed me that they'd thrown away the good work that they'd done on the last few shows and maybe at the moment Dan is Teflon in Fight Club Pro, people still love his music that's what's getting people hyped up I I just think it's a real shame, from from a the perspective of a couple of fans, who probably take this all a little bit too seriously at times, it felt a little bit Sadly short-sighted yeah. I mean Kyle Fletcher's not going to lose anything Dropping this match to To Dan Maloney He's still the Fight Club Pro Tag champion yeah. um, And Dan Maloney is on a march Yeah um,
1: And and just... also like
0: uh, With the British Strong Style thing I don't know where Dan Maloney stands With that no. Say there are four members of Schadenfreude And three members of British Strong Style I feel like the fourth member Of that team is Martin Zaki... Yeah. At the minute. But it could be Dan Maloney, for all I know. Like, Dan Maloney actually, sort of, in terms of history with those guys, fits in fairly well. Yeah. It's just, you know, we wanted Travis Banks to, to take the fight to Schadenfreude. We didn't get it. Yeah. They gave us Dan Maloney. Yeah. Which we didn't want at first, but we, we were happy with. And now all that's left is Jordan Devlin who lost last time out to Dan Maloney so and, it's just a bit and and they, even Jordan like he won his match tonight. it was a really good match really it, it was it it was a fine match with a bit of a flat ending well yeah it was um it was a little bit too definitive I think at the end yeah like um but Speedball doesn't have bad matches and neither does Devlin really no um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird I think those guys Find themselves In a bit of a weird position Yeah Okay So let's move on To the standing order Part of The Fight Club Pro right, Love yeah. the Graps podcast It's not my Graps section Yeah Comedy Um I think Fight Club Pro Might be the worst company In the country When it comes to comedy Yeah To outright comedy Matches and segments Yeah um, Progress actually st- Tend to steer clear of like Proper comedy stuff But then when they do do it They have You know Madman Manson in as a one off yeah. Or something like that But Fight Club Pro The ongoing insistence on Focusing like segments Around Martina Session Moth And Also with the addition of Anti-Fun Police seems like a combination that has outstayed its welcome yeah. at this point. Yeah, I mean, you turned to me during uh, the the segment, or maybe the, the later match, which actually the match that it led to later was, was fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah, it was it was a decent professional wrestling match. Um, but you turned to me and you're like, Antifunt Police certainly living up to their name. Yeah. Um, because they came out... Um, and the, the, the whole thing was that after the last show where Martina ran out on them that they were looking for Martina. I don't know what they were going to do with her. I don't know under what powers they're going to detain her. Um, it was very, very well, There's vague. always been questions about what authority the anti yeah. from, police have. Um, and so they came out and then they introduced a, a new temporary recruit uh, as they are wont to do. Um, in Officer Dan Barry. Remember yeah. Dan Barry? Yeah. Yeah, Dan Barry, American indie wrestler. Um, doesn't wrestle all that much that I'm aware of. No. Um, I think he's got friends over here. Okay. So um, he's probably over visiting them and just had his gear on. Well, he had yeah. gear on. Yeah. Longeroy is his gear. Wow. Um, and so Dan Barry said that he would help them find Martina. And all this, this took place in like five-minute... Comedy skit in the ring, yeah, uh, with a bit of Martina I mean, you say, in the background. You like... say comedy skit, yeah. It, it was... was three men talking in the ring while Martina was off in the distance, going like doing fucking Bugs Bunny, like finger on her mouth, shush. They can't see me. Um, I mean, and you could see that the tag match was coming from a mile away. Yep. Like, and that you know that can be fine. It can be fine to completely telegraph this stuff, but every part of this fell completely flat. Yeah, um, the opening segment where they were like, "We're looking for Martina. Let's see what happens later in the show." And to the we found Martina. Oh no! Now we've got a tag match. It all fell completely flat, and it's a real shame because I, I think I think Damien and Santos. Are fantastic. Yeah, I think Marti. I've seen Martina and really enjoyed uh, her thing. But I think it's a bit tired at the minute. I think some people. I mean, it's it's not hard and fast, but I prefer my comedy wrestling when you have a straight man. And the problem is when you have the anti-fun place and Martina and and know, Dan Barry, to extent, Dan Barry is not exactly what you would call a serious wrestler. There's no no one to play off. No. There's no one, everybody looks ridiculous, and there's no grounding for any of the jokes. And so, yeah, it just kind of failed, didn't it? But do you think, I think there's something wrong with Martina's character. There's something wrong with it. I think we mentioned this last time, it's like, what even is it, well, I, I mean i like i think i think some of the du- the jokes are really dumb i think like the she has got lots of kids like that joke yeah. is, like yeah i not that's not a fun joke for me yeah um it's fine that she drinks and like gets power from drink um, that's fine yeah but i feel like part of the problem is that i never feel like martina is in any in any jeopardy no. Because ultimately, Martina's just going to Martina her way out of this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just something about her character that, like, doesn't... It don't, doesn't work for me. And, and there's also... There's there's a sense of, as well, that... We, we talked about the six-man, that it was inconsequential. Um, and... I get the feeling that stuff with martina and and the anti fun police um outside of of their running attack, um, it doesn't matter what happens because the next time you see them, the reset button has been pressed, yeah, and they're back to exactly where they were before, yeah, and it's just it's just not working, sorry, lads, sorry, lass um, yeah. Dan Barry, you did your part as well as could be expected so you know you're not really to blame for this right okay give us a th- third and final okay. not my graps um. I'm going to get a woke Chris oh yeah go on then yeah, well, yeah I mean we are the most woke wrestling podcast <laughs> the wokest of woke yeah we've we've won awards the yeah. uh, the uh, alarm clock for for waking up yeah the uh, um, the triggered award yeah we we oh, well, are on give trigger warnings when necessary. Yep. I mean, We've never given one, have we? That's because we don't need to give them because we we're also, so woke. But we also don't think about this too much in advance, no, do exactly. we? exactly. So. Um, it would have to be retroactive. But um, I'm going to go right in on man-spreading. Oh, yeah. Now, we had a little bit of a situation, tonight. Now, for those of, of you who uh, have, have seen us at Fight Club Pro, you will know that we, we tend to arrive quite late. Um, we get to Wolverhampton in good time But we often yeah. just sit in the car eating orange chips yeah. um, Until such time as we can uh, Master up the enthusiasm <laughs> yeah. To wander over to the hangar um, And because of that We, we often ask uh, junior podcaster Joe Atherton To save us a couple of seats Yeah. Um, so he saves us a couple of seats But um, tonight something happened That he failed to save himself Space um, and someone kind of parked in his space, so he had to move that person over. We should probably just mention that Joe's a wheelchair user, yeah, Joe's, and, in a, Joe's yeah. a wheelchair exactly. user, um, and so was the person who parked in his the space. They yeah. then brought their car in or um, and so that you know it, was, it seemed very amiable. Um, but Joe did go over and tell him to move, yeah. Well, well, I mean, we asked Joe, well, to we go did and, uh, stay, we I don't kept I our distance. We no, we just mentioned. that there was a fella we asked where Joe had set us up to sit He's like over there he said "All right because there's another fella over there also in a wheelchair and he was like right I've got to go and sort this out yeah because I'm not sure of of the ethics of asking someone in a wheelchair to move no if you are able bodied I may may be being ableist myself by even saying that I shouldn't Look, we were fine. We bad. let our we let our but wheelchair anyway. mate <laughs> go and do it for us, didn't we? <laughs> but anyway, so Joe asked this fella to move, but this fella had, had kind of parked himself there because um, he had a couple of mates, and I think I'm, I'm not going to give ascribed motives to them, but I will. Mm. I think they had got a bit of a hump that they had made it up to move a bit further away. Right, from them, yeah. You know. And so the one sat next to me. I mean, he was a big fella. Yep. Um, He just spread himself. Well, I mean, we're not small fellas. uh, Well, we're not, but we don't usually have this problem, apart from that time in Telford. Yeah. um, When, you know, that was comical and we were a row of very fat people. Um, (laughs) But yeah, he spread himself and to the point where I was just uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just know, and I know now, sisters, sisters, I'm with you. I know how <laughs> how disgusting and terrible. Well all I can assume um, is that he had elephant <laughs> ball bug. Oh I mean there is that. Yeah. Um, he also and you know, on a tangent, spent a lot of the show filming it on his phone. On Facebook Live. On Facebook Live. Yeah. So if you're mates with this fella, um, and he's Facebook Live in anything else tonight, um, just can you just comment on it? Yeah. So um, where are you playing at? I did notice, I mean he got into something with Lycos at one point. Yeah. Um, and Lycos accused him of being really old. Um, the people who were watching his Facebook Live, mm. um, there was a Deirdre and a Stan. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to say. I, I thought I saw a Methuselah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone really old. Um, so yeah, man spreading. Just don't do it. Keep your knees together. Um, yeah. We've all got to try and sit in that row. So let's try and yeah, just think about how much space you need. Yeah. Also, how much space somebody next to you might need as well. Yeah. Like, just stop, just stop being so gross. Yeah. Did you see that? Some bloke invented a a chair that is impossible to manspread on. That sounds like it'd probably be really uncomfortable. Well, it's fine if you sit with your knees together. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see that. No. No. Well, go and see it. Okay. Maybe I will. Yeah. And that was Fight pro Yeah. Against. Honestly, I I, th- I feel like I was very very down on the show. Really. Pre- up until the main event. Yeah. I mean, Essentially, the main event and what happened after the main event saved this one. Yeah, The like, wrestling was fine. The booking was a bit wonky. Um. But but these were big things. They felt like big things that, that they might, got wrong. The, the booking was so bad, and then the comedy was so bad, and it and it essentially took up three parts of. Because the, they had the segment in the first half, they did a little thing in the interval where they chased each other, yeah. and then they did the thing later on. It it like was a thread running through a, a thread of shit. Like somebody had smeared a a little trail of shit all the way through the show. Um, But yeah, I think parts of this show were so bad that had that last part not been so good, I would be like, I don't know whether I want to go there anymore. Yeah. I mean, you've got two shows left on your season ticket. Yeah. I've got the same two shows, plus I've also bought tickets for both nights of Project Mayhem. Yeah. Um, So... The clock is ticking Yeah um, But if you, if you Keep giving us stuff Like the, the end Which was You know the, That main event And plus the return Of British Strong Style Maybe we'll renew Those season tickets I mean If you fight Club the pro list this, You probably don't care Probably want Better people Than us on the front row Yeah Yeah um, So Yeah Anyway um, I think we'll be back In a couple of weeks yeah a couple of weeks you're um, going to a couple of shows next weekend aren't you I am yeah I'm going to Wrestling Resurgence in Leicester uh, and then I'm going to see our local promotion win yeah the Wrestling Institute of Northampton well shall we try and do something after the weekend yeah and I'll tell you about the shows I went to and then after that we're going to the cave yeah um, and we'll uh, Broadcast not live, not live. I imagine the signal's going to be terrible in yeah. there anyway um, from the cave. So yeah, lots coming up. Um, so you'll hear more from us. I know we've been a bit quiet lately. Yeah, um, we've been very busy. I have got by election to sort out. For I fuck's went, sake. I went to Edinburgh. You did. You made your debut at Edinburgh. I didn't did, you? I did oh, perform- old Ricky. I did a performance in Edinburgh. Um, yeah. uh, it was a reading of um, the. Oh god, I fuck. Oh, I'm so tired. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. I'm not doing jokes for you. Okay. You have to pay now All right. if you want to hear jokes from me. I mean, I wouldn't. They're terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. We'll definitely be back with something from Sheffield, um, and hopefully before that as well. But until next time, it is eight minutes past midnight. So yeah, go to yeah. bed. Uh, We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun up the hills. We'd fly where the seasons are in time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun up the hill that We'd meet where the starfish on the beach.